Downtown Portland is a complex place. In some ways, it's struggling mightily. There's the weight of the pandemic, the boarded up businesses and widespread trash there. In others, it's excelling. See the lines for the new Gucci store, for example. But how downtown is perceived is in some ways more important than its actual reality, especially for its economic future. In Portland area residents don't have good things to say about downtown right now, even if they haven't gone down there to check it out. I'm Andrew Thien, and this is Beat Check with the Oregonian. Up next, business reporters Jamie Goldberg and Mike Rogaway talk about the state of downtown today, what a recent poll commissioned by our newspaper revealed about that perception issue, and what it may take to bring people back to the city center. Here's our conversation. Jamie Goldberg, Mike Rogaway, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having us. I'm glad to be here, Andrew. So the Oregonian and Oregon Live commissioned a poll uh, looking at uh, downtown Portland and what people in the metro area think of it. Jamie, can you talk about why why we did that, uh, who responded, and and what were the results? There's been so much coverage about downtown in the last year, and there have been other polls out there that we had seen. Uh, Travel Portland, for example, released a poll last year indicating that Portland had suffered some significant reputational damage among tourists from outside of Portland. Uh, businesses um, in downtown had expressed concern about uh, uh, safety concerns and, and um, other concerns regarding, I, I think COVID was their major concern, but they had mm-hmm. other concerns regarding the protests, the vandalism, um, and uh, the growth in uh, homeless population downtown. But we hadn't really heard from Portlanders themselves whether downtown was really a concern, um, whether this view and this perception that downtown was in distress was something that was really coming from the outside um, or whether it was something that we are seeing in from the people who would uh, live in Portland and potentially work downtown and go downtown. So I, I think that was the impetus for wanting to conduct a poll to really get the views of people from the metro region specifically uh, mm-hmm. To kind of be a jumping off point to to talk about what needs to happen downtown, uh, because downtown is a, the central cultural shopping hub of the region. And I, I think economists, uh, experts would say that it, it is important uh, that Portland has a vibrant, healthy downtown. And I, I think the poll results, at least, and the perceptions of downtown show that there's some work to do to get back to that point coming out of the pandemic because of both issues that have affected downtowns everywhere throughout the country and here in Portland specifically. We pulled 600 residents from the metro region. Uh, We oversampled those in Portland by pulling 300 that live within the Portland city limits specifically. Mm -hmm. So we could get some data that was specific to people living in Portland and their feelings. And we had quotas set for demographic and socioeconomic data to, to match the populations within uh, the metro region as well. What did those folks uh, have to say who responded to the poll? I mean, what's their view of of downtown as we're sitting here in uh, May 2021? Yeah, I I think what we found is there is deep pessimism about where downtown is at and that uh, things have changed over the last year. Um, We found that 63% of all the respondents perceived downtown as less safe than a year earlier. Um, We found actually that the top reasons for people not visiting downtown last year were actually personal safety, homelessness, and and the protests 
COVID-19 was up there, but it was slightly lower. Uh, 49% said that that was uh, a major reason why they hadn't gone downtown. Um, and when we found that people wanted to see a cleaner downtown, that they wanted less crime, that they fewer protests were something they'd want to see that would help bring them back downtown. And, and of course, from a COVID standpoint, restaurants, bars, and theaters reopening uh, was something that people wanted to see to, to draw them back into downtown. There is some pessimism about where downtown's at. I, I think there's also an indication of what Portlanders would like to see the city and government officials address to, to make them more likely to come back downtown as we come out of the pandemic. We all worked downtown uh, before before we uh, went remote, but give us a scale of you know how many people work downtown um, you know pre pandemic and um, you know how important is it to the region and the state? Well, Jamie got these numbers from the Oregon Employment Department. Jamie, what is it? It's, it's one hundred eight thousand or something work. I think it was about one hundred and three thousand work downtown before the pandemic. We've lost about fifteen percent of those workers uh, since the pandemic started. As of the third quarter of last year, at least fifteen uh, percent of those jobs were gone. A lot mm. of those were in leisure and hospitality. It is possible, obviously, they they could come back over time. But when you look at it's not surprising, especially when you look at the hotel data, especially concentrated in downtown where, where hotels are still seeing things like 20% capacity. But within the those workers that are left, that's, um, I think, around 88,000, you still have a majority of those workers, I think, or at least um, the majority of the office workers that are in that category are still working remotely. And I, I think it's to some degree unclear when uh, there's been different things thrown out there, June, September, um, but unclear when a large number of those workers are going to come back to the offices. 100,000, it's obviously a large number in aggregate, you know, a, a couple other ways to think of it. It's roughly one in 20 jobs in the entire state. Hmm. Uh, we're downtown. It's like five Intels or, you know, six Nikes. It's a big part of the state's workforce and the state's economy. Andrew, you cover transportation for us. In addition to this, it is the transportation nexus for the metro area. Uh, and of course, it's the cultural hub uh, for the region. Soccer, uh, theater, uh, bars, restaurants, you know, and, and this is Portland's image. It's, Portland is supposed to be this livable, walkable city. And Pioneer Courthouse Square, Vera Katz called it, you know, Portland's living room. This is supposed to be Portland's calling card. And right now, people don't find it accessible to them. How much of this is perception versus reality? You noted in your story that not a lot of these folks have been downtown um, in the last year either, right? A lot of it is perception, but perception is what matters when it comes to economics. If people don't feel safe, you know, they won't go somewhere. They feel don't feel safe, whether or not it actually is. That said, I, I, well, Jamie, you can speak to the crime specifically. Yeah, I think that when you look at reports of vandalism, burglaries, and arson um, specifically, those crimes were sharply up last year in downtown Portland. And I I don't think that comes as a huge surprise given the the coverage that we've done and what we've seen coming out of some of these, uh, the nightly protests that happened last summer and and some of these more direct action demonstrations that have uh, happened more regularly last year, um, but have continued periodically this year as well. Arson is down considerably this spring, but vandalism and burglary still remain elevated in downtown. I I think it's important to note that crimes against people were lower last year as compared to 2019. 
Um, adult assaults, for example, were down 13%. Um, I think to some degree that speaks to less foot traffic in downtown. It's hard mm-hmm. to really quantify whether that means there's less crime, more crime, uh, how to really quantify that because you don't know the denominator there in terms of how many people were downtown last year compared to years prior. We, we know it dropped significantly, but we don't know exactly by how much. Still, as Mike said, and, and uh, the criminology professor that I spoke with at PSU said, what matters is perception. And, and I think we saw that in some of our poll results. People that said they were coming downtown a few times a year or monthly um, were more likely to say they would be coming downtown before the pandemic, we're more likely to say they'd be coming downtown never after the pandemic than than we have with people that were coming downtown most days, for example. So, so I think you have groups that maybe came down came downtown to shop, uh, came downtown to visit that perceive downtown as unsafe right now, and they're not going to necessarily want to come back as easily um, if that perception doesn't change. Whether or not. Uh, ultimately, if you, you start crunching the data, crime, for example, is has changed or whether downtown really is um, unsafe by those metrics. We're talking in mid-May and we've already missed, you know, one of the big festivals that's on the waterfront. Rose Festival is not going to happen. Waterfront Blues Festival is greatly diminished and not going to be where it usually is in Tom McCall uh, Waterfront Park. I mean, how much of of, of this is you know, we, we aren't going to have these big events downtown as well. And that's further exacerbating both the perception issue and the, you know, the fact that there aren't going to be a lot of people down there. We talked to a, a number of, of poll respondents separately from the poll. And something we heard a lot was why well, I'd feel more comfortable or if there were more people down there. So it's a chicken and the egg. Well, if there were more people, maybe I would go downtown more often. But I think it's a big psychological hurdle that, you know, we I spent a lot of time talking to one woman who loved to come downtown with her 13-year-old son. And she said, Mm -hmm. your 13-year-old doesn't feel safe downtown anymore. The image of it is so bad in his mind right now that the things he enjoyed aren't available to him. So we have a a barrier to get over before those things will be inviting to people, even when they return, even as the pandemic fades. It's such a heavy lift that uh, a lot of it is going to fall to, you know, our our politicians and our elected leaders. But as much as the people who responded to this poll had issues with downtown and its safety, they have even less faith in our politicians, it, it seems. Uh, can you speak to that a little bit? We asked respondents, you know, what what you think of Portland's mayor and and city council on how they've managed homelessness, for example, and 75% strongly disapprove and asked them what they thought of how they'd manage protest. And the number was exactly the same. It's 75% disapprove or strongly disapprove in both cases. Um, But strongly disapprove was very high in both cases, 54 and 55% for how they're managing homelessness and protests. So there is not a lot of confidence in City Hall. You saw that last fall, Mayor Ted Wheeler barely won re-election. And the sentiment is clearly not improving among people as far as how the city is dealing with its challenges right now. I'm wondering uh, if you can speak to any experiences you've had downtown in the last year and a half. Jamie, I want to start with you. I've walked around downtown a a number of times. I've been downtown to cover the protests as well at at night. um, I haven't personally just walked around downtown at night. I I can see the reason why why people aren't necessarily choosing to do that and, and saying they don't feel safe in that category. There's not a lot open. There's not a lot of people down there 
for example. But but just walking around in the day, I I, I think from my personal experience, I feel safe downtown. I, I feel like I could go downtown to to shop or, or to go to a restaurant or, or something like that. But there is less foot traffic and there is a noticeable difference of what downtown looks like now. Um, there is a increase in, in, in homelessness downtown, um, especially in Old Town. That it, That's changed considerably. That was there before, but it, it has um, grown substantially. And you you see more camping in uh, parks throughout downtown as well in, in certain areas on sidewalks. Um, there are boards up on buildings pretty much everywhere. I walked around a, a, about a month ago, just walking around Pioneer Square and, and just trying to see what it looked like within a couple block radius of there. And mm-hmm. you can't go a block without seeing buildings that have plywood up. And uh, in some cases, there's beautiful art they've put over in that plywood. In some cases, there's just graffiti um, all, all over that plywood. And I think the city has put a lot of resources towards trying to clean up trash downtown. I, I think that that is something that still needs to to be cleaned up. And I think, you know, a number of these problems are problems that downtowns in general face. They, the pandemic exacerbates that because there are fewer people coming downtown every day. It, it feels emptier. When you look at what a lot of the people we spoke to said, I, I mean, many cited homelessness um, as as a big issue. And I, I think a lot of them didn't, especially those living in Portland, weren't saying we just want homeless camps cleared. They were saying this, the city has to do more to find housing uh, for these people and, and find support for them, make sure that there are amenities available for them um, as they are leaving living on the streets as well. So there is a different vibe downtown. I, I mean, I think that's hard to ignore. I, I think things are still open. There are still things to do, but but there are also challenges that downtown faces. And, and I think the poll response brought up many of those. You know, back in 2019, I wrote about some of my experiences just commuting to work downtown. It, it wasn't a glorious time. So it can be all of these things, right? It can be worse now, but it wasn't like things weren't kind of dicey um, in certain respects in 2019. For example, I was shot in the neck, <laughs> like biking home. Uh, that wasn't downtown right across the river, but by an airsoft gun and someone who walked out of an encampment. Um and uh, any number of issues, uh, it, it's, uh, but they've all been exacerbated, right, Mike? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, I, I'm downtown pretty much every week now. Um, you know, of course, I, I'm pretty accustomed to downtown, like we all are, you know, having worked there since 2004. Some days I feel like it's it's not very different from before, and some days I feel like, God, this is quite odd. I, last month, I had to pick up a, a gift card for my niece at Pioneer Place Mall, so my older daughter and I went downtown and we parked by the Apple store. And the night before there had been violence and people started a, a fire uh, in the building that houses that store or on the side of that building. And so there, I parked right behind that area. There was a big burned out dumpster and debris sort of sitting in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. And it looked appalling. And then walked across the street from the Apple store, which is still all fenced up into the Pioneer Place Mall. There's a huge line to get in the new Gucci store. And it's this weird cognitive dissonance between, you know, on one hand, there's this great distress uh, around downtown. And on the other hand, people still want to shop their Gucci. I mean, it seemed like the strangest idea when Jamie reported that Gucci was was <laughs> opening a, a its first Portland store now, downtown. Uh, it seemed odd. 
but it's not keeping people away. I'll tell you, you go there and you see just an enormous line to get in. And of course, the line looks longer because they only let a certain number of people inside. But that's also part of their shtick. You know, it's Gucci. It's exclusive. You've got to line up to get in. Uh, and so I, I think there's opportunity there. And, and overall, I mean, you know, Jamie mentioned the, the people responding to the poll had a prescription for what they want to see the city do and, and cleaning up, just making things clean was at the very top of it. But they also had a very nuanced understanding of the issues. It, it wasn't Fox News. Uh, 83% of respondents living in the Portland city limits said they feel comfortable in their own neighborhoods. They feel safe in their own neighborhoods. Portlanders still like Portland. People are by no means fleeing. Home prices are soaring. Rents are rising, which is causing its own issues. But the long-term health of the regional economy requires downtown to be stable. And right now, we're not at that position. Portlanders have things they want to see happen to make it, you know, a place that's inviting to them. And But they have doubts about whether the city can deliver. Well, let's take a break and come back and talk a little bit more about what Portlanders want to see happen downtown. So what exactly is the remedy to to make downtown better? Is it an advertising campaign? Is it people cleaning graffiti and picking up trash? I mean, what what's the solution here? People are trying all those things at the very top of the list. You know, 70%, the most common thing people said that would get them back downtown was a cleaner downtown. But right behind it was crime, and right behind that was bars and theaters reopening. So to a degree, you know, getting the pandemic out of the way <laughs> which is easier said than done, mm -hmm. uh, really could open the door to things. Jamie wrote uh, last, was it last December, Jamie, the poll uh, that the PBA did about of merchants downtown. They expressed many of the, the same concerns that you know, our poll found, but they said the biggest impact on their business was downtown was COVID. And that's the sort of thing that makes you think that, if that's the issue, if that's what's impacting their operations, that maybe vaccines, getting the pandemic under control, reopening offices, reopening shops, restaurants, perhaps that could get us part of the way all by itself. Jamie, what have you heard from businesses? I know that you've covered, for example, the increased insurance costs that these business owners and merchants are going to pay just from operating uh, in the downtown core. I mean, what else can you talk about just broadly speaking and how they're feeling right now? Yeah, I, I think there is a range of how businesses are feeling. I, I think some do uh, do feel like Mike said when the pandemic recedes that that will solve a, a lot of the problems on their own. I, I think from the poll respondents, some of the other concerns they they raised and, and um, wanted to see changing were things like the the, the issues with homelessness and, and and needing more solutions there and the the protests and the property crime that came out of that. I, I don't know that those recede as easily with just the pandemic going away. And I think that's another concern I, I've heard from, from business owners. We've had several businesses in downtown announce their closures in the last few weeks, and they all mentioned the vandalism and, and the, the ongoing need to keep plywood up. I talked to the owner at Goldmark Jewelers, and, and he said he's loved the block that he's been on for, for years. It changed everything when he had to put boards up after um, 
having several incidents of vandalism last year. He couldn't see people outside. He couldn't greet people and and uh, invite them in. It, it didn't feel like the same place to work. And he also at the same time didn't feel comfortable taking down those boards because that property damage hadn't gone away. And ultimately that led to when his lease came up, uh, making the decision not to renew. I mm. think we haven't seen a ton of closures downtown, but a lot of businesses are in multi-year leases. And it's going to be interesting to see as other businesses have their leases come up, what decisions they make. Because I, I think you are seeing businesses weigh those options. Some businesses I've talked to, I've been talking about going on short-term leases, just a year, one, a one-year lease, um, hopefully at a reduced rate to see if they can make it through the pandemic and see what the other side is going to look like um, before making an ultimate decision if they can remain downtown. So I, I think there is a range uh, of where businesses are at. I, I don't think it's pessimism across the board, but there's certainly, I, I think there's some that are optimistic, but there certainly are concerns uh, about what things are going to look like beyond just those issues we mentioned. Foot traffic could be a continued concern. I, I in, in the poll, um, we saw that fewer people thought they'd be coming downtown most days after the pandemic as compared to before, and more people thought they would be coming down never um, as compared to before as well. So we have that side of foot traffic maybe not coming back. We have the question of when, when office workers will come back, when tourists will come back, um, and how those numbers will compare to pre-pandemic. I guess to just sum it up, I, I think the feeling is that there's just a lot of uncertainty from, from these business owners right now. Our colleagues are continuing to look at various aspects of downtown and kind of how it will recover, what it would take to recover. I mean, can you speak to other stories that we are working on, Mike? There's two classes of this. We're going to have uh, a series of other stories about the poll. Our colleague Shane Dixon Kavanaugh wrote about uh, how people are perceiving, you know, the city's response. Uh, Nicole Hayden writes Wednesday about uh, the poll's responses on, on poll response perspectives on homelessness and solutions for that. And then, Jamie, you're writing again about businesses and, and their perceptions of the issues facing them. And then we're going to have ongoing coverage of the issues downtown. We have a story coming up separate from the poll about people living downtown and how they've perceived this and how this has affected uh, attitudes for people living downtown. Just, you know, a, a huge apartment building just across the street from our offices at the Oregonian has just opened this spring. Uh, and of course you have the Ritz Carlton uh, project that's continuing uh, as our colleague, Jeff Manning has reported there it's, it's well into construction, but they seem to still be looking for financing. So there's a number of other elements of this and, and we'll be continuing to report on this all year. It'll be very interesting to see, you know, as mass mandates fall, as offices reopen, it's a very dynamic situation. Things will change rapidly. Well, it is a dynamic situation and it's nuanced as your reporting showed and Portland is not on fire and downtown is not on fire, but it, it has its challenges uh, in, in certain pockets and those are undeniable. Thanks so much for your reporting and taking time to talk about it. Yeah, thank you, Andrew. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Beat Check with the Oregonian. I shared a link to Jamie and Mike's story in the episode notes. And stay tuned for more reporting on the state of downtown Portland in coming days. 
If you like this show, leave us a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts. It helps people find the program. And if you value our journalism, the best way to show it is with a subscription to Oregon Live. You can do that at OregonLive.com slash pod support. Until next time.